Well, I can't speak for everybody when I say... Oh, wow. That's unusual. Uh-huh. When I say the following. But, you know, I'm, I'm fairly certain. Oh, don't do it now. Fine. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. I... Okay, you? I have distinct memories of one adult or another. Uh-huh. Um... Who simply had no appreciation, uh-huh. appreciation go on. for disorganization or just anyone touching their things. And you, you know what? What's that? The older I get, the more I understand why. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Yeah, man. Um, everything has its place, or at least everything should have its place, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when I was younger, I didn't quite realize that, unless it was my own shit. But I wasn't really, wow. I wasn't really paying attention to things wow. like, like, oh, 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 this, this has a reason you for know, being you, here. You, just, know you know what? I, I have. Uh, if I find I, my own, I have given you plenty of leeway here. <laughs> Start the show. Please. Okay, you know I had to try. Okay, so this is Big Bogus Podcast. I am Mighty Blackfoot. He is my conscience. This is wow. season thirteen, episode four. How did that sound? Hmm? Bless it. Huh. Continue. Okay, so today's theme is going to be Habitat and Time. Wow. Oh, oh, oh uh-huh. fuck. Uh-huh. Okay, almost. Almost indeed. Okay, Habitat, Environment, and Home. That is the theme, the topic. You'll figure out as we go. Um, this is Q4 of 2023. The fourth quarter. Let us get into it. Wouldn't it be a wild idea? Well, not even a wild idea. Wouldn't it be a wild state of affairs? A wild situation. If... If what now? Well, okay, picture this, right? You have a remote. It controls a television. And this remote has buttons, but these buttons always do something random. Meaning, no matter how hard you try to learn which button does what, um, every time you pick the remote up, fuck it, every time you touch the remote, the buttons know and the buttons switch their functions. Wouldn't it be wild? Um, if this were a situation you had to deal with. Uh-huh. Indeed, crazy has a bit of lease on this topic. <laughs> what? That's not a crazy idea. I'm, I'm just saying, for the sake of what I'm about to get to, wouldn't it be wild if your remote just did whatever it wanted? No button was ever the same. Uh-huh. Or were ever the same? Eh, whatever. Well, get to what you were about to get to. Sounds good. Okay, so the reason for which um, most remotes that I've ever encountered, actually all remotes that I've ever encountered, do not switch functions randomly per button is because people need to expect where things are if they're to be sanely operating things in their environments. Makes sense, okay. For the sake of sanity, outside of sheer novelty, most things have to be predictable. Chaos is crazy making. Don't say. I do. I do say. So it seems. Yep, so it seems. Um, So, hand in hand with this chaos being crazy making, um, 
concept, idea, reality, fact, uh, is that predictability is absolutely necessary to sane living. Hence, hence what? Hence, every single predictable thing that human beings endeavor to endeavor to consume conserve or construct i mean think about it on a daily basis anything that a person is inclined to repeat day in day out is probably because such thing is quite predictable think um uh-huh. thinking well i mean we're not talking about scheduling and budget right now however think daily schedules like wake up times um breakfast times lunch times dinner times um, time to go to school, uh, time to go to work, um, time to go pick up the kids, uh, from their ball games, time to go to bed, time to go to church. Everything within these pockets of reality are, what? Predictable. They're all completely predictable. Religion, completely predictable. You learn it, you, you, you remember it. Okay. And you take it seriously because it is predictable. Okay. There's no religion that changes from year to year, is there? Well, wouldn't that be something? Even if your religion is based in chaos, um, there would be fundamental rules to this thing. Seems about right. The fact that there are seconds and minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years and decades and centuries... Predictable. There doesn't have to be any of this shit, does there? Um, the fact that the sun um, comes and goes and the moon comes and goes, well, based on the Earth's rotation. Predictable. Okay. So yep. we notice the greatest predictable things and we... And we? And we fall in line and make everything else predictable because unless we're able to predict the future in some way, we spiral out of control. Spiraling out of control, that is, I guess, what it's like to, you know, become insane or whatever the fuck. Wow, how insightful, how cogent. Yeah, well, why not? I mean, suppose you were stuck on a roller coaster and this roller coaster had the ability to, and I I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but this roller coaster had the ability to switch to different frames, you know, randomly. So you can never predict exactly how the roller coaster is going to travel. I mean, either you would resign to the fact that you're completely out of control. Perhaps. Or you just go totally fucking insane. And then you you try to convince yourself that, hey, I'm not on a roller coaster. This isn't real. (laughs) Um, Anything goes. And I, I believe that would be what it would be like to just go totally fucking insane. Okay. Your point. I guess my point is, um, and I just thought of this right now, actually. My point would be that perhaps the future of humanity, or whatever we're evolving to be, has got to be some form of existence where we have total Uh foresight. Okay. Foresight, why? Because we're not really, you know, en masse comfortable with doing things willy-nilly. I mean... There's fun in doing things willy-nilly, but we can't do that forever. We need to be able to predict the future to some degree. And the only way to do so is to be, to be. in environments in which um, 
we we uh we, we uh we, what we are totally comfortable that everything has its place everything is rational everything makes sense to some degree everything has a home ah, i see what you did there yeah you see you give me a little leeway and then boom okay so we're making sense now okay Everything must have a home. Every square peg has a square hole. Naturally. Every round peg has a round hole. Naturally. And it doesn't go vice versa. Oh. Everything has its own uh-huh. home. Everything has to make sense. Hey, uh, now you're just rambling. Mm-hmm. Of course you would say that. Anyway, um, look at evolution, if you will. Even the birds who um, can operate underwater... They kind of sort of look like fish. Well, not even look like fish, but they have the mechanics to operate like fish because they can be above the water or under the water. That is what I mean. Um, Same with any water animal that can operate outside of the water. They have the mechanics to operate in both environments. Everything has to have a home. And where you find a thing that doesn't have the mechanics to operate outside of its own environment, Uh you know, that thing is not going to survive. So... Not going to survive? Not going to survive in an inappropriate environment. Everything is equipped to survive in a certain... Uh Um, habitat, environment, or home. Okay. And if... And if what? And if forced to do otherwise, um, detriment to that thing, I do believe. Uh-huh. okay. Fish out of water, my friend. Fish out of water. That fish had better be able to survive out of water or else it's a dead thing. Um, <laughs> everything is adaptable to some degree with time only and if not for the appropriate amount of time then that thing has no chance of surviving because what hey keep talking because everything belongs to its own particular habitat environment or home i mean how many times do i have to say this the unfortunate situation in this um concept we're exploring is Not every habitat, environment, or home is a physical thing. I mean, some habitats, environments, and homes are existent only in concept. Wow, how exotic. No, for real. I mean, there are certain trains of thought that can only be existent within certain understandings of greater concepts, which means... If you don't understand a greater thing, you can never follow a certain train of thought. There is an interesting um, saying that I recently heard from someone. Can't remember who. Um, well, don't care to try to remember who. But this person was like, yeah, um, if you ever want to piss someone off uh, or tell someone off in a classy, not even in a classy way. Anyway, I did say I didn't want to try to remember hey. who. I, I don't want to try to remember hey. the exact phrase either, but... Hey. Okay, admittedly, I'm rambling. So this person was like, hey, you could, you could just say to someone, hey, you know what? I can explain it to you, but I can't understand it for you. How cute. It's brilliant, because that is kind of what I mean. Um, if you don't have a greater understanding of a certain topic... Uh-huh or a certain theme, then it is impossible for you to follow a certain train of thought. Which means that train of thought belongs... Belongs where? 
It belongs in a certain conceptual habitat, environment, or home. And if you just can't conceive of that habitat, environment, of home, or, so to speak, or home. then you're going to be lost. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Everything needs to be referenced somehow. So some habitats, environments, and homes are not physical. That is what I mean. Granted. Go on. I have always said to anyone who would listen, never argue religion, politics, or philosophy with anyone because of one reason. The minute you start arguing religion, politics, or philosophy with anyone, you're either going to totally agree with each other or you're going to realize that the other person is fucking stupid. Not because the other person is actually fucking stupid, but because you're going to realize you just don't exist in the same habitat, environment, or home conceptually. And everyone wants to feel sane. Well, at least everyone wants to feel smart. (laughs) Or at least feel a little like um, he or she or, you know, whoever else uh, isn't completely clueless. So the minute you start arguing with someone and realize, hey, this person's argument is making a whole lot more sense than my argument, then a fight ensues where you're trying to hold on to your views with all of your resources. And the minute you realize that you're slipping and you can't totally you know, overpower or overcome that other person's views, then you start hating that person. You start feeling like, hey, you know what? Fuck you. Your views make no sense. You're just trying to ruin... Wait, 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 wait. What if the other person's views are making sense? Really? I mean, when is the last time anyone ever held fast to a certain belief and then had a conversation with another person about that certain belief and then the other person started making sense but... Um, in a completely different way. It just doesn't happen. If the other person doesn't agree with the way you understand the world, then that person inherently, to you anyway, does not make any sense. That's what I'm saying. You exist in a certain habitat, environment, or home conceptually, and the minute you find someone else that exists in a, in a completely different one, then, you know, fights, uh, wars. Okay, okay. Really, just disagreements. Okay. Cognitive dissonance is a motherfucker. Okay. We're just not comfortable with it. Wow. A halfway decent episode. <laughs> How do we end this? Halfway decent, my motherfucking ass. Anyway, um, we end this by saying... Uh-huh. Go on. Well, I think people inherently want to get along, but we just can't all do that if everything's always disorganized. There is an idea of a show... A working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Can you imagine if you have like a washroom and you invite some people over and you keep your towels in a certain place and your hand wash in a certain place and for whatever fucking reason after someone uses your towel they he or she or whomever throws that towel somewhere else and leaves the hand wash somewhere else 
Um, do you think it's possible to get along with this person if you just disagree completely on where to put these things? Hmm?